you were on Die Hard talking about your favorite. Oh, um, my next question was, what was your favorite fight <clears throat> with John McClane and what bad guy? In, in <laughs> all of them? Out of all of them, what was your favorite? Um, favorite fight? Holy shit, dude. Holy shit. There's so many good ones. Uh, the first one that comes oh. to mind is when he shoots the guy on the, on the freight train or freight uh, boat at the end. And he's like, and he yells something. And he's like, shoots him. He's like, what was that? And then the other guy comes out and he hits him. And he's like, he said, don't shoot. And then he beats the guy. With, John McClane's ended up beating the guy with a chain. <laughs> I just love that. Okay. So you're talking about three. Okay. All right. Yeah, three at the, on the boat. Um, he said, don't shoot. Yeah. <laughs> that I love. Uh, it's just this, because he gets like, remember he throws him against those barrels that are full of nothing for some reason. <laughs> they all fall. I'm like, you want to arrest me? Yeah. Police man? Yeah. <laughs> Question. They're on a freight boat, which is like moving all over. Why do they have these empty barrels stacked, stacked on top of each other? The, all they're going to do is fall at that point. They're not even held in, in restrained in any way. <laughs> like they're just going to fall over. That's it. So just go ahead and single pile them. <laughs> and then uh, anyway, well, they put them there so when the bomb explodes in the middle of them, they become shrapnel and they go through the boat. No, but these are the empty ones, though. Is what I'm saying. These are empty. Yeah. The the bad guy throws John into them. And they fall over, and I'm like, oh, it's like in every 70s and 80s cheap tv show when they were doing a car chase and then so they go in an alleyway and there's like this 85 boxes and they're all empty just so they had something to crash into so it looked cool for tv they do the slow motion like thing where they side swipe them and you're like those are just empty boxes why are they there anyway it's reminding me of that it's just there for damage or you know two guys carrying a 12 by 12 piece of you know mirror for no reason at all yeah (laughs) Happen all I mean, the time. That happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um the, this scene though, with the chain guy, I feel like that was they kind of mirror a lot of things from the first movie in the third one, because like I say it's the same director. It right. was very reminiscent of the scene he gets in with uh, the blonde dude and he, he fights him with a chain and he gets a chain around his neck and he jumps down and he make, hangs and him. I love and then for some goddamn fight. reason he's alive later. I know, how the fuck does he I don't get it. He's so goddamn dead. But that isn't doesn't that the fight scene itself doesn't it feel very reminiscent of that fight scene though in the first one? Yeah, because when John McClane finally starts getting the better of him, as he's fucking him up, he's he's like he's Laughing. cursing at him. Yeah, he's I'm a fucking motherfucker. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna cut your cock off and boil it, motherfucker. Hey, you should have heard when you killed your brother. He screamed yeah. like a son. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I love how McLean just goes into this yeah, like, him. crazy. Mo- yeah, and, and and it feels like the exact same scene for me, but they're so different that I don't feel like it's ripping it off. I feel like it's kind of like like Tarantino wishes he could do. He he's it's a, doing an homage to the first one. It's not just ripping it off. Well, it's the same character, so obviously he's going to act the same way. Yeah, yeah. It just so I, I, I love it. I, I love that sort of stuff where it's that's why I love the Hot Fuzz Shaun of the Dead thing because they. They both, the first half of the movies are one thing, and the second half is just paying off the first half and referencing it. It's the same thing with one tired one and three. It's just kind of, even so much that the villain is his brother. Like, it's just very clearly just kind of mirroring it. Yeah, that thing in LA. And yeah, and the, and the thing of what he's doing, like this ruse where it looks like he's 
going to bomb a school. It looks like he's trying to fuck over John McClane, but really he's stealing gold from the Federal Reserve, just like Hansa's doing, where he's trying to look like he's trying to free his brothers in arms. But really he's just ripping off a bunch of bonds. And not for nothing, that was a lot of pancake syrup. How many, how many bottles of pancake <laughs> yeah. syrup did they squeeze into that fucking tube? I mean, it had yeah. to be like 400. Yeah. You know what's funny? Um, that that, that actor. Fake bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it took me a while to realize. It wasn't until recently, but the, the guy that plays Charlie in, in Die Hard 3, he is in this TV show that I watched with Ellie uh, called Jesse, where he played the butler. And I'm like, that guy looks so familiar. I couldn't figure out why. And I just realized the other day, it's fucking Charlie. From, from I'm like, God, that's why he's so he's so good in that show, even though the show's goddamn terrible. But he's funny in it, and I was like, ah, oh, it's so weird. It's weird to see people in two different lights. Where you usually it's the other way, where they're in a shitty kids show, and then all of a sudden they blow up or something. But this is the opposite. So it's kind of sad. Kevin Chamberlain, yeah, Kevin Chamberlain. He's that's something. Um, I love the scene Very where the, they <clears throat> they they're fucking with Simon on the phone there. <laughs> and then, but then they bring in uh, the Charlie comes in and he has the Q-tip and he throws it down and the chair blows up and she's like, like I swear to God, Charlie, I was just a chap your ass. <laughs> that lady. <laughs> and then I seriously got this movie down. And then uh, and he's like, very cool saying, stuff. Yeah, very cool stuff. <laughs> and my I I have such a vivid memory of watching that with my dad. It's one of my very very few memories of like him really being into something. He's kind of just a uh, a closed off guy, but he was he would like laugh every single time we watched this at that point. He just loved Charlie's character. He just would start busting up because it really is just like I don't know. It's funny as hell when he says that. And then uh, I mean, I told you once about my dad's movie habits. Right every weekend, you're like goddamn Whiplash. <laughs> I don't know if you remember or not. Whiplash. The it it was the it was your first time ever on our show with Empez was on and I told you my dad's weekly movie habits and he would watch like three movies religiously every weekend. And when he wasn't watching movies and he was doing something around the house, Gloria Estefan was blasting through the house. Was your dad a middle-aged lesbian? No, he cooked meth in the back of a, uh, a, a Harley, uh, junkyard for, uh, the pagan warlocks. And just as, but he didn't do any of the meth. I love I love that season of Sons of Anarchy. No, uh, yeah, really. Tell me about it. Uh, but um, uh, you know, thankfully, uh, it, it was at the biggest Harley junkyard on the East Coast because when I hit the the hundred pound husky on my twenty two thousand dollar Harley, um, it's supposed to have full coverage when you're paying for it. Yeah, and I changed insurance companies, and that was back when Geico wouldn't insure you the day you called; they would insure you the day after. And I didn't know that, and I just happened to crash the day of the transfer, so I crashed no insurance and shit. So, but thankfully, since my dad cooked so much meth behind this place, that uh, five thousand dollars worth of damage was done for free by the owner. All of that to the dog, to the dog vet vet bills. You're an uh, honorable man. Oh. There was no vet bills. Oh. Yeah, brain came oh. right out of his mouth or her mouth, oh. actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had to specify which gender. Well. It came out of her vag. You know what I mean? <clears throat> <laughs> a 
brain anyway. right, right out of her cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Good old but anyway, I mean, cut Magoo. So, but you know, my dad was not a meth head. He never did it, but he used all the money to support his gigantic coke habit. Yeah, <laughs> fun story. Fun story. Oh, well, uh, fast forward, uh, but then, you know, uh, his, his lush of a wife, he wouldn't let her in because she kept shitting on him every night in bed because she was so drunk. So she called the cops and told the cops where his, you know, giant-sized pile of Al Pacino Coke was. And, uh, yeah, my dad uh, was going to jail, so instead he just killed himself. So, fun story. You really uh, you brought the, tied a bow on that? And, 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 uh... <laughs> hey, you know, Beginning, middle, end. <laughs> very, the very swift I ever, I ever told. Yeah. I didn't know it was possible. So, Frank, what, what's, your, uh, <laughs> what's your favorite scene from Die Hard 2? <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, talk about whiplash. <laughs> My favorite scene from Die Hard 2, literally, after he lit the non-flammable kerosene on fire, that... You know, the fire went up <laughs> into the yeah. plane and blew up. He's he's laying there laughing. Holly, yeah. there's your here's your landing lights. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, let, let's not get off the runway, John. Since all yeah. we got all They land six and, and a half feet over him like the movie Pushing Tin with uh, Billy Bob and, and John Cusack, where it makes him fly in the air. Do you remember that movie? <laughs> Uh, uh, that's such a fucked no. up movie. They they play this game where they stand like to feel alive. They go stand right below where a plane lands because they work in an airport, and it like it lands in the pressure from you know the kind of the you know, the undercurrent makes them fly up in the air because it's so much air pressure changing at once where they just fly up in the air and they land. Such a weird so movie, almost like Wayne's World, but even but a little bit more hardcore. Yeah, hardcore Wayne's World. Uh, Jackass meets Wayne's World. Uh, uh so my fa- that's your favorite scene. I just love how he's laughing and screaming, and uh, and my other favorite scene is how I don't know how he doesn't get shot when he does this, but remember how they were all blanks, right? Yeah, yeah. He shoots uh, Dennis uh, Franz no, with it. There, there's a bunch of cops. <laughs> yeah. There's like and nobody pulls cops. their gun. Yeah, and he's like, like and nobody pulls out a gun and fires back. Yeah, yeah. I love okay. that. I think they're all scared, I guess. But he got so lucky he didn't get shot right there. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I they, love that scene. Like, bullshit. He would have got killed. Yeah. Right away. My, they would have figured it out later. Yeah. Know, but oops. My favorite yeah. scene is kind of a weird one. Is this the first one that comes to mind that I really focus on? Is when he kills that first guy and the, uh, the, the baggage claim or the baggage, you know, wherever the hell that's called, where it goes through. He kills yeah. that guy. He brings him out. He calls Al... <laughs> It's like, hey, Al, uh, can you, you know, you got some questions here. And then he comes out and he fingerprints the guy. And he's like, the guys from the lab need this. Yeah, they're making us do it right now. Comes back in and he starts doing a fax. And then they have like a five-minute scene where he just talks to the the airport lady about doing faxes, how their faxes work, how the phone works. (laughs) And then she did. And after all this, he gets a fax over and he's like, it's a color cop. You know, it's crazy that it works that way. He's like, you know, it's the 90s now. It's crazy that it works this way. Technology, what can you do? <laughs> and then she flirts with him. She's like, what are you doing after this? He's like, married, sorry. Flicks his ring up. I'm like, what? Come on. <laughs> like, It's just him John. feeding his ego at this point. 
It's like, dude, you know, you got to get some strange every once in a while. What are you doing? It's like I'm married, but she doesn't land for. And aren't they divorced land. anyway? In this movie, they're together again. And that's why I had the problem with it, because why is he in New York still and she's still in L.A.? But they're in D.C. I get that he would drive down for her family to, to see. That's a long drive, dude. That ain't that ain't a. That ain't just a nice summer cruise. Yeah. That's like Maybe a he flew in five before. hour drive. No, he did drive. He drove their car. Okay, how the fuck did he get he Why might he must have flew in and then taken their car from their house to the airport again to pick up Holly. Why DC <sighs> to go to New York? <sighs> they're not going to New York. I think they're going to DC to visit her parents and that's it. Okay. It just is. It's laid out very, very casually or very like de- deliberately, but still made no sense. There is no reason why they couldn't do this at LaGuardia. Yes. Or JFK. I, or, fucking. I, I, anything. Yeah. <laughs> Literally anything. Anything. It doesn't make any sense for them to be there. It really just doesn't. Even Newark would have worked. Okay. Across the river. Let's uh. So that's we did our favorite scenes for two. What's your favorite scene in three? Total favorite scene. Oh my god! Other uh, than when and uh, <laughs> I, I know bring, what you're going to say. I have to bring up one scene where they jump off the bridge, or they're, they're going to jump off the bridge. They decide to take the tow the, the the tow line down and cross it, which is fucking stupid. It and then would never work. They land after falling like sixty five feet onto a bunch of metal, and they're just like. I'm glad you taught me how to jump in. And I was like, you'd be dead right now. <laughs> Your face. I know. You should and be so I, dead. And the movie Ugh. was so good up to this point, I accepted it and did not give a fuck. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's how good this movie was. But I'm willing to accept that it's stupid, but still, I overlook it. Anyway, what's your favorite scene? But they had to happen so they could pull, you know, the arms and the legs shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, so know? they could have that guy go with the machine gun when he got shot in half. Love it. Anyway, what's you have a favorite scene in mind? I mean, of course, the all-time favorite scene of this movie is when the very sh- beginning when oh, okay. Samuel L. Jackson first meets him, and <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say it. Um, Nancy boy here hates I, niggas. Now, what are we going to do about that? <laughs> that you know, from Bellevue. I think now all his dogs are barking. <laughs> Uh, it's, it, yeah, it's kind of funny how he, like how John goes into being crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm the god of my own. I, I am the voice of my own god. God, yeah. <laughs> I'm having a bad day. I'm having a really bad day, and I got a really bad. And then they throw the knife. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I almost kept. Going I mean, with that's the next gotta scene be there. everybody's favorite scene, right? Because it's just like it, it may it like that scene right there was like your first indication of like. All right, this is different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not fucking around. It's not no. just a dumb action movie. It's. I don't want to say my aware. I want to say it's realistic. It's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They it's, didn't. It's, he showed up with a sign that says, literally, it says, I hate niggers on it. He shows up. He doesn't just get like murdered. He doesn't. They, they kind of fuck with him. And they throw a basketball off his head and they laugh. That's what would happen. Like they would fuck with him. They're not just going to murder him. It's not no. just like gratuitous. Eventually it's like they will. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows what would have happened eventually? But you know, he shows up with that sign that's kind of on him at that point. Uh, <laughs> the my point is though, they didn't just do the violence like falling down like the Michael uh, 
uh, Michael Douglas movie, they uh, it's such a weird because everything in the '90s felt like it was like such a fucking delicate little flower of a movie, like everything. <laughs> like if it wasn't Tarantino, it was just like this, like other movies in '95. Like you look at like these comedies and you're like, oh, it's so delicate. Like they're so sensitive. <laughs> and this one's like, just uh, like half baked. Yeah, like shit like that. Or it's just and there was a laughter, but just like so brutal it's like he made him show up with that sign on it it's so weird it's like he he's you know simon's a racist motherfucker yeah well i think he's just fucking with them and i don't know some oh he's german so i assume he's racist but um i assume hey, that was more I'm, kind of I'm a fucking with him that thing. doesn't mean anything no you're racist you know? anyway uh and 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 hitler was uh, uh, racist. austrian by the way yeah yeah so but then where'd he go Dead Germany. Yeah, okay. There we go. Well, anyway. World War One kind of really crippled uh, the country. So yeah, that's like it, me being yeah. from Toronto, moving here when I was little, and being like, I'm technically Canadian. No, no. Anyway, um, <laughs> the point is, my favorite scene in three is is what you were saying there with the opening scene is, is right on, because that does open the movie with like a holy shit. <laughs> like... They're starting like, off with this. Holy they're shit. They're going hard. Cool. Yeah, they're and it's just a series of cat and mouse man. with this. I'm sorry, I didn't mean the. What were you saying? No, no, no. Go ahead. Um, they're starting off this whole cat and mouse. That's how I would define this movie, cat and mouse. It's really just Simon fucking with him. His name is Simon, and he's playing Simon Says with him. It's not... It's a, it's a game. It literally, it's saying it in the name that it's a game. He even does... You got a with problem bomb. with Ebony? Yeah. And it's, he says... He has a bomb thing, and he's like, I, didn't, I never said Simon Says. He does that little joke, and he laughs. Uh, but when he does the, my favorite Samuel Jackson line is when he's like, he meets him in the cab, and he's got the you know cut on his arm. And, he's, and Samuel Jackson's in the back of the cab. He's like, he's like I'm sorry about that, Zeus. Or, hey, Zeus, like, how you doing back there, hey, Zeus? And he's like, why the fuck you keep calling me, hey, Zeus, man? Do I like Puerto Rican to you? He's like, the guy back there, Cup Coney, hey, Zeus. He's like, Do I? he's like, he wasn't saying, hey, Zeus, he's saying, hey, Zeus. He's like, Zeus is like, yeah, Father of Apollo, Monolibus, don't fuck with me. I'll shove a lightning bolt up your ass. Zeus, you got a problem with that? He's like, no, I don't got a problem with that, Zeus. I got the whole movie memorized. <laughs> anyway, the, I love that shit. It, it drew me into the movie so quickly. Because I was like, this guy's like, their chemistry is undeniable. It, 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 oh, dude, it was like. It's off boom. the fucking charts. They, and they have, have they ever done anything else together? Unbreakable. Ever? Yeah, they did Unbreakable, and then they did another movie. Oh, See, that what was shitty that? Shitty fucking movie. Shitty movie. That movie's awesome. I hated that movie. It's in and Philly. I like it's in Philly. Philly. <laughs> yeah. Like, everybody hates the village. I loved it. I hated that movie. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. Everybody hates it. Everybody <clears throat> hates it. It's I a, loved it. That's weird. It, I, I loved it because it. I hated it. Oh, okay. I, I, I know that doesn't make sense, but a movie that forces an emotional reaction from you, it, it, it's still good. Even though yeah, I've seen so many snuff films that have just like really made me angry, then I'm like, that's <laughs> so good, so good because I hated it. Faces of Death was was fake. Oh, so good. Anyway, except, except for that shotgun blast to the jaw, that was fucked up. I'll never forget that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> live food and all. So uh, no, my all my, my my absolute favorite scene is uh, when John McClane goes into the Federal Reserve for the first time. 
right? Oh, yeah, and, and he has to, like, he's button off. up. <laughs> he's like, yeah, uh, laundry day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I love the, I love it's a, it's kind of cloudy out there. Looks like it may be raining dogs and cats. <laughs> he says it. And that's the scene, and that's what I'm saying. It's mirroring the first movie. This is the scene where he meets Hans. He's catching all these little clues right here. The guy says it backward. He gets in there, and he says, uh, he's like, Agent Otto, was it? Something just kind of like a bunch of little weird clues. It was like it was like Inspector Otto, right? Yeah. And then he's like, you know, uh, I always say I'm going to take the stairs because I need the exercise, yeah. but I always wind okay. up taking the lift. Taking the lift, yeah, exactly. Like, and he's just like, for years, I did not know what that meant. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was young. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I grew up, uh, you know, in Michigan, so we got a lot of British television there because Canadians play a lot of British stuff. So I just. Always really? heard that. Yeah, the, the British and uh, Canada are very similar with the comedy. So I would hear that shit all the time. So, so I knew what it meant. So I was like, when I watched it the first time, I was like, oh, he's yeah, he's going to catch on. And I, that shot he does where he, when he shoots Otto in the head. Loved it. <laughs> he The blood sprays on him. It is so fucking brutal without being gratuitous. You don't see the, you don't see his head explode. You just see blood spray John's face. It is so goddamn amazing to me. It was so realistic, too. It's exactly what would happen. It wasn't, like, too much. It wasn't too little. It was perfect. I don't need to see his head explode. Yes, exactly. This is what I differentiate between gratuitous violence and realistic violence. Like, it's realistic, but it's also, it it is gratuitous by itself just because of the blood spray. I get that. But Tarantino would show his fucking head explode. This just shows you hear Slow the gunshot motion. and you see the blood spray. That is so much more more effective to me. It's like in Fight Club where he beats up uh, Angel Face. You don't see the punches toward the end. They had an R. They got the the scene was uh, really held up by the uh, the people that were rating it. The rating, whatever the hell they're called, I forget off the top of my head. Um, MP, MPAA. But they got <laughs> held up more because they were. The, the shot of just the, the crowd reacting was worse they than the actual beating. They didn't know the fucking movie. Yeah, the beating wasn't as bad as the crowd reacting. That's how fucked up things can be when you really... And a good editor can make that shit way more effective. It is so weird. You don't even think about it. Like the, It's kind of like the, the scene in Psycho where she gets killed in the, in the shower. And everyone's like, oh, you see so many stab... You don't see one stab. There's no, not one nothing. single stab in that, in that scene. You just think there is because you're... A good editor can make that shit like so goddamn visceral, and and your imagination is worse than reality for some things, and and that's. And I'm, not gonna equa- too, I'm not going to. I'm not going to quit. Yeah, Psycho with with Die Hard three. <laughs> I mean, personally, I like Die Hard three first, but or more, but you know what I mean. But it's just yeah. like I like to see. I would rather be focused on the character's face during that shot than the guy's head who's exploding. That's way more effective to me. Yeah, like how John McClane reacted to everything. I mean, because he was outnumbered. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, it was, you know, he, he had to act fast. And it was just really... And what tipped him off is, uh, you know, his buddy, that's who, you know, Otto took the yeah. the badge from, and they play their numbers for lottery. Yeah, exactly. And, and when he's seen the number... It's like, hey, I'm right here. Bang, bang, bang. Remember? So yeah. it was just like, it was great. Like, uh, I love that scene. 
Love yeah. Scene. You know what I was looking at when I was watching one the other day? Is I was What's looking that? at the cop that was sitting next to him with the with the guy from Ferris, or not Ferris Bueller, uh, Breakfast Club, the the principal. He's on yeah. his he's on his little line there, and he's. I look at this cop that's between them. If you look carefully, I'm like, holy shit, that's the cop from number three. Exact same cop. It's him. Is it's it really? The, it's the guy that plays plays his badge number that gets killed. It's the exact oh, okay. same cop. And then I, I was like, oh my god, that's I I can't believe I recognized him. And I went and looked. And I looked, and he died the next year after Die Hard 3. I'm like, oh, that's depressing. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. He died in 96. I'm like, god damn. The guy looked fairly young in this movie. He doesn't look old. He looks like he's like 40. I'm like, that's fucking sad. Well, you never know. I mean, my father was 52. So. He could have been. But still, either way, I was like, oh, that's a bummer. Because I liked him in this movie. He has a very small role, but he's, I don't know. He seems likable. <laughs> well, he, he gets killed and put on a forklift. Pretty close to John's. So. Yeah. Well, he came from him, you know, he went with him from L.A. to New York. It's got to be pretty close. <laughs> I'm trying to find his name on. There is a lot of actors in this in three, dude. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the cast, I mean, it's just like, oh, wow, there's a lot of them. <laughs> but that's that's a shame. Anyway. His name is Ricky but, Walsh in the movie, so he's Anthony Peck. He died in July 30th, 1996. So he's oh, 49. Well, that's a shame. So he's 48 when this movie when it came out. Hunt for October. Yeah, I was going to say, look at these movies he's in. He's in He's in Die Hard with a Vengeance, number one. Die Hard, this is his known for. Die Hard, Run for Run October, and then In the Line of Fire, Clint Eastwood, great movie. And then his last movie was Carnosaur 3, Primal Species, which sounds like a direct-to-DVD movie or direct-to-VHS in that time. <laughs> oh, had dear to be because I don't I don't remember seeing that uh, preview in the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Quantum Leap. I love that show. I have a, oh my! I forgot that show even exists. Last Action Hero. Rock on. Huh? Yeah. Saw that movie in the theater with my sister. While she's getting fingered behind me. What? I went to that theater. I went. I went to two movies with my sister when I was growing up in the same year. Free Willy. Uh, which is which is very ironic because she's a, a big fat girl getting fingered in the back, getting all wet. And then number wow. two was Last Action Hero, and I saw both those movies. She was I was sitting in the theater. She was a couple rows behind me getting fingered by her boyfriend, and I'm just like, I'm uh, nine years old. That's creepy. Sitting here watching, I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was definitely. she at least being quiet? She was quiet, but she wasn't being discreet. Oh God. Yeah, and I was nine, and it was going on. That's how bad it was. Anyway, I mean, she's not listening. I was to this seventeen in a movie theater. It was rush hour too with Missy, and we, we were by ourselves in there. So, yeah. And you were figuring my sister. What were you guys doing? With my yeah. Son? Well, no, no, no. I was, you know, railing my wife. <laughs> Sex in the theater <laughs> doesn't sound uh, appetizing. I guess. We were by ourselves and we seventeen. You know, oral in the theater definitely. I'm down with that. Sex well, though. That's how it too started. Much. Okay, so you got a little uh, into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we had. I, I mean, I'm asexual. It was rush hour too. The movie sucked. It was you have to. Long. I mean, did you see the first one? I guess is a good question. No. Well, not at so that. You had, point. You had no idea did. what was going on then. You can't follow that plot line without seeing the first one. Plus, Chris Tucker is a bit much sometimes. What the fuck? I know that I'm not seeing what I think I'm seeing, what I thought I saw, I'm saying. Or whatever. <laughs> what I thought saying. I saw, I'm saying. 
I don't know. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was balls deep at that point. I don't remember exactly the fucking quote. <laughs> so, Frank. Yes. Live free or, or die, die hard. harder. No, just or die, die hard. It's okay, die hard to die harder. And this one's live free or die hard. I guess we'll discuss these real quick because we're getting pretty uh, pretty long here. We're, an, we're getting to an hour and a half here. <laughs> let's, well, let's, I mean, we're talking about five movies too. And, yeah, I mean, three we could we could talk for three hours about. Yes, one so let's, we could. Do let's three quickly hours. discuss four and five and get the fuck out of here. Well, four I watched because Timothy Olyphant was in it, and that other kid I can't ever remember his name, the computer guy, Justin Long, computer, him, yeah. He was good in it. I thought it was a decent movie. I didn't like the dumb <clears throat> jet scene with the truck yes. at the spiral fucking highway ramp. The, that scene and then the one where he crashes the car into the air the, to the helicopter. Those two scenes, I think if they cut them, the movie would have been way better. better. Yes. Though I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Do you, do you want to finish what you were I, I, I said all I like you don't sound like you remember a whole lot. No, <clears throat> I've seen it twice, maybe okay. about two times. Okay. I saw this yeah. in the theater. Okay. So I was working in a factory um, after high school. This is you know, a little bit after. I, when this movie came out, so it was five years after. The point is, after work, where I had a shitty job and it was a fucking stupid temp job at a factory. So I was like, fucking, I've been waiting years, you know, fucking 12 years for a diehard. Let's go goddamn see this. I bought everyone that I was working with tickets. I'm like, we're going to fucking see this movie right now. I'm not kidding. When I told you Die Hard was my trilogy, I'm not kidding. I was like, we're going to goddamn see this movie. We, we all went, <clears throat> handful of How us. How many people? I, I, I don't know, a handful. Okay. Five or six, you know, I don't. I'm not saying it was I mean, everybody. Movie? But yeah, like, that's a couple you know, hundred bucks right there. No, no. Yeah, it was. Well, it was uh, Michigan, so it was like six bucks a ticket. So it was okay. 50 bucks I probably spent. It wasn't too bad. I didn't care about that at all. I didn't even, didn't care at all. Anyway, went there and we're sitting there. <clears throat> and I, about 20 minutes into the movie, I was like, this isn't terrible, but what the fuck? And I looked down, I'm like, PG-13. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no what do they do to john i was like oh shit oh shit and i showed my uh, i was dating a girl at the time and i was like look at this she's like what the hell i was like this is pg like how did i felt like the opposite of a of like a mormon kid who walked into a ra- r-rated movie <laughs> i was like how did they not tell me like they didn't tell me this is pg-13 oh what the hell and then the whole movie he's being censored it's so goddamn obvious he'd be like get out of here mother and then, like, a gunshot would go off, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I then, mean, literally, yippee ki mother... Yeah, it, he shoots himself through the, through the shoulder to kill Timothy Oliphant, and then they censor it out with the gunshot. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? He's getting yeah. so mad. They have Cliff Curtis in this movie who plays Travis in Fear of the Walking Dead. Another tie over here for LIW, because uh, they do the, the movie or the show review for that, right um, even though he's goddamn dead in that show now. Spoiler alert. Isn't isn't the the, the other shitty fucking uh, parent show starting? Are you okay? Whatever. <laughs> the Walking Dead. You saying? Are you saying 
Or there's a parent yeah. show called like Parenthood. No, no, no. Yes, it starts yeah. on the, Sunday. The, the Walking Dead. Starts on I, Sunday. I, I call that the parent show to Fear of the Walking Dead because it spawned it, right? Even though I so, think Fear of the Walking Dead is far superior. Well, I mean, you know, fuck. I mean, everything is far superior than yeah. that shitty fucking show. I'm so yeah. happy I stopped watching that piece of shit. Stay, oh. stay tuned for my reviews. I, I have tomorrow. more fun catching up with it listening to your show <laughs> because you're so mad all the time <laughs> and it's exactly how i feel about it so i can relate the entire time and i'm saying to myself thank god i didn't watch it <laughs> yeah yeah I, I find myself doing the fear of the walking dead movie review or i keep saying movie review fear of the walking dead review being like I love this, but I didn't know why they did this, but it worked, so I didn't complain at the end. And I found myself like rationalizing a lot because I'm like, I like this show. But then I listened back to a, a Walking Dead review, and I'm like, oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> like, Just like, yeah. what the fuck did they... And, and, and I liked the characters. I just don't get why they're doing the things they're doing. And it's more the pacing for The Walking Dead that I have a problem with than anything else. Oh my God! What 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 pacing? There is no pacing. Exactly. It's, That's what I'm saying. The, uh, Fear of the Walking Dead it, is so excellently paced and perfect. You know what's well, you know what they're doing. You know what their goal is. And honestly, there isn't a goal. That's kind of what makes it fun. They don't know what they're doing, and they're willing to admit it. Our the Walking Dead is just like we know what we're doing. I'm like no, you don't. You're pretending Why like you do. Why is it team? Yeah. What are they doing now? Team Negan versus Team, Team Rick. Cocksucker Rick, yeah. Team, what are you talking? Team, what? 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 Why? What? Yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I don't want to get into it. We'll, we'll discuss it later here on another show. We need to I was on it. Twitter and I seen it. I seen the a promo picture. Yeah, so did I. You know, Negan's got, got bat. His, his, his Lucille. His, yeah, his, his cunt bat. And I don't know what Rick's holding. He's holding a big floppy dildo. That is the show. Yeah. A 16 yeah. foot long dildo. One foot for every episode that they're just going to drag into you. Anyway. One foot uh, for every shitty writer they have. I think I might have just perfectly described The Walking Dead right there. An accident. Like between your, <laughs> you were speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I need to stop and focus on what I just said. I'm going to describe the show that way. A 16 foot dildo. One foot for every episode that they shove inside you. That is going to be how I describe the show from now on. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, oh my God. the point is, uh, let's, let's quickly finish here, live for your die hard. I like this movie. It has a sense of humor about it. It's a little over the top with how quickly the daughter stuff starts out, but I got over it because you don't see her for a while. There's like a quick, fast ninja who fights over pipes and stuff toward the end. And then he just <laughs> kicks it into a fucking little turbine there and he gets chopped up very quickly. Um, I like the sense of humor in it. It sticks with the sense of humor of the other movies. It flows well. It has some stupid action scenes. But overall, I, I don't hate this movie. I know some friends of mine that hate this one. And they like five. I don't respect them as people anymore for having that opinion. They are completely wrong. And I, <laughs> I hope they burn in hell for an eternity and a half. I, the oh, only, wow. The only thing I don't like in this movie is that they brought in Kevin Smith for no goddamn reason. He kind of throws me out of it. 
Well, look at the size of them. Yeah. You know? But they make it, fun it, of him for being fat, but and Kevin Smith went to work on later with uh, on Cop Out with, with uh, Bruce Willis, and they didn't get along at all because Bruce Willis is a severe douchebag in real life. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Smith is kind of a douchebag too, but he's lovable at the same time. He Bruce tries. Willis, Bruce Willis is just a douchebag because he's been famous for 40 years now. So, and the funny thing is, they're from the same fucking town. Yeah, I mean, they, a couple uh, Jersey Bruce guys. Is a new North North Jersey guy, and so is by, Kevin. Smith. By way of Germany. Yeah. What's that? By way of Germany. I think he's a military brat, born in Germany. I'm pretty sure if you look into that, he was born there. Click on him. Click on him on IMDb. I dare you. I goddamn dare you. Oh uh, well. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, musician, what? Bruce Willis, to A- actor and musician Bruce Willis. What the fuck does he play? He he plays the Bruce Willis. <laughs> does he sing? Does it say he's born in Germany though? Yeah, West Germany. Yeah, I think he's in the military, like a military dad. So he's born on a base, but so he's he's American. Fifty-five. Yeah, yeah, he was born a long goddamn time ago. He's getting old. Yeah, he's he's got one more John McClane in him, and I, I hope not. I hope he does, just because it'll be like a Star Wars where they have three really good ones and then three terrible ones, <laughs> and then they can go well, into remakes after that. I, I would say two really good ones, and then Return of the Jedi was, it was watchable. Well, that's what that's exactly how Die Hard is. First and third are amazing. Second one's watchable. Like good, but you're you're saying that the Empire Strikes Back is watchable, but one and three is better. No, I'm saying one and two are really goddamn good, and number three, oh, Return yeah, of the yeah, Jedi, yeah. is like Die Hard Two, where it's like that was pretty good, but not amazing like one and three, or one and two, excuse me. But yeah, it's it's a it's a competent. Is that it's kind of the same thing? It's kind of the same thing with a Back to the Future one, two, and three. One and two are really goddamn good movies. Three's watchable. Uh, Indiana, Three's a piece of shit. Indiana Jones one and three are amazing. Two is watchable. They had to do two to get the three, I think. Yeah, exactly. So most trilogies have that. I uh, anyway, n- number four, flawed but fun overall. If you can get the director's cut, I'd recommend that because they don't censor anything out, and it's very obvious in the in the non-director's cut and the theatrical cut when they cut out swearing. Very obvious. It's it doesn't work at all. Yeah, a diehard should never be anything but R. Sorry, yes. stupid mistake on their part. I think they realized that immediately. That's why Die Hard Five is rated R again. And speaking of Die Hard Five, let's get there and end this shit. Yeah, I I didn't see any of it. I have no idea what the plot was. Who was in it? Who was the bad guy? Nothing. Okay, so number four, he visits his daughter, um, and then he hangs out with his daughter for a little bit. Right? That's it? He reconnects with her. It's a lovey-dovey. She kind of falls in love with Justin Long. You don't know what's going to happen. doesn't matter. Mary Elizabeth Winstead was his daughter. And that's it. What what was her name? I'm sorry. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Okay. She's... uh, It doesn't matter. Anyway, so five. Five starts off with uh, Jay Courtney shooting a guy in the fucking head. Okay. I don't know who he okay. is yet. It doesn't matter. He gets arrested. Fine. He shoots him in a nightclub. 
And then it cuts to a scene with John McClane talking to some black dude who's his partner, I guess. We don't ever see him before or after this. And he's just like, so I got this file on your son. Turns out he's in some, some deep shit. And John looks through the file, and he's he's at a firing range, and he's just like, oh, yeah, this is my son. Oh, God. I can't. What happened to him? And he's looking through his file, and he's in. He's like, oh, he's in prison in Russia. He's like, is he going to get life sentence? He's like, no, worse. So it sounds like they're going to execute him or some shit. Who knows? Anyway, he's like, I guess I got to go get him. That's basically what it equates to. And then he flies to fucking Russia. And the whole movie's in Russia. Russia. In Russia. The whole goddamn movie's in Russia. And that's why the wow. if you look at some posters for the movie, it says Yippee Mother Russia. I'm not kidding. No, he didn't. I'm not kidding. It's uh, the stupidest goddamn ploy I've seen. Uh, anyway, this is why this movie's so goddamn bad. He goes to Russia. I'll, I'll quickly go through this and describe it to you so you don't have to watch it. He goes to Russia, finds his son who just committed a murder. Um, he released, he gets his son es- escapes with this guy who's kind of works for this chemical team. They don't always do and He seems like a good guy. He really, his son releases him, ends up being that his son works in the CIA or some shit like that. He's, he's working for the government. He gets away with his son. Uh, they, they, they escape a bunch of bad guys. They shoot a bunch of bad guys. The, the guy that they escape from prison with, he gets kidnapped by his daughter. They leave. The whole movie is them chasing him down, getting shot at, re- really reconnecting with his son. You know, getting to know his son. I call them baby, baby John McClane the whole movie. Um, at the end, they find out the bad guy was really the bad guy, or the, the guy that they rescued from prison was really the bad guy the whole time. Surprise, surprise, die hard. Um, and then they go, but the whole ending is in Chernobyl, where, you know, the radiation yeah, and like, they uh, get new, over that yeah. by walking around going tss, 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 with like spray bottles, spray bottle guns, and going this neutralizes the <laughs> this neutralizes the chemicals in the air. And you see like this, this Geiger Why? counter going down, and they're like yeah, it really cleaned the air. Now we can take off our masks and walk around here just fine. Bullshit. Right. <laughs> so, and this is following a bunch of tank chases and like explosions in Russian freeways where the cops kind of show up and don't do anything. And they end up in Chernobyl. The, the, the radiation gets magically cured by a bunch of fucking super soakers. And then <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's what it looked like. They, they walk around, they find out I the bag, the guy was really a bad guy. And then they kill him. And then the daughter chases after him in a goddamn helicopter. They shoot the helicopter down. And then she dies. It's just like the end of three, only terrible. And then they fall through. There's a really cool shot, though. Only a cool shot in the whole movie where they f- jump off a building while the helicopter is exploding. So you see the helicopter and them falling at the same time. And it looks like it's not moving at all. But then you realize the background starts to move, like the levels of the building. And they look like they're standing still, though. It look, it's awesome shot. I'm not even kidding. And I'm like, oh, shit, they are falling. But it is, they're fixated, but everything else is moving, if that makes any sense. Yeah, 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 and yeah. So they're still in the frame, and then they land in a pool, and the helicopter just crashes at the exact same time. Really cool shot. I feel like that whole movie is based around that shot. Like they had that in their mind, and they're like, "How do we make that? You know, make that into a movie?" Anyway, kind of like Mission Impossible, where he's like hanging off the side. Yeah, of the exactly. He does that extreme sharding thing in the toilet stall. Right, right, um, right. And anyway, that's the whole movie. They they get away, and then like. I love you, son. I love you, dad. 
they don't want to say it to each other though because they're both men. So they're just like, oh god, I really care about you. Yeah. And they walk away into the sunset, and I'm like, oh fuck you. Fuck. Well, at least it was only an hour thirty-eight. Yeah. And the movie got a five point three on IMDb. I gave okay. it a four. Yeah, five point three. I, I seen that. I'm like, wow. <clears throat> 5.3 on IMDb, yeah. that's really bad. I don't think it deserves a 5.3. I think it deserves less. For me, the ratings always go, 6 is where I start to not mind the movie. So I look at it kind of like a school rating, like 60% is, is passing. You know what okay. I mean? It's a D minus. Yeah. 50, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 53 is failing. So 53 I can live with with this movie because that means it's failing. I gave it a four because it was, I, I could bump it up to a five, but it just feels like it was lacking any charm. It was lacking, completely lacking subtlety, had zero, almost negative subtlety, I'd say. It wasn't fun to watch. It wasn't charming. He didn't seem like he wanted to be there at all. Baby John McClane didn't seem like he wanted to be there at all. The bad guys weren't set up, and, and Bruce Willis, or I'm sorry, Die Hard is really good for their villains being like, I get what their goals are. This one, no idea. I honestly had no idea what he was going for. They didn't even reveal he was a villain until the last scene of the movie, so who gives a shit? The, the action sequences weren't, weren't fun to watch. They weren't entertaining. They were just whatever for whatever's sake. It was just a failure all around. It wasn't fun to watch in any way. And I've already reviewed the movie for like an hour and a half So on another episode, so that's really all I have to say. It's just it's terrible. It's it's hysterical that the entire synopsis of this movie on IMDb is literally two lines long. (laughs) You want to read it? John McClane travels to Russia to help out his seamlessly wayward son, seemingly wayward son Jack, only to discover that Jack is a CIA operative working undercover, causing the father and son to. Team up against underworld forces. Is that what it's what about? What the fuck wow. is underworld forces? Um, I think it's the Kate Beckinsale, the the werewolves, the, sure. those horses. Um, let's not? let's uh, wrap this up here in a nice little bow. Uh, don't watch Die Hard Five, Frank. Just don't. I, I wish uh, I, I could go back in time and not watch home. it. I don't plan on it. I, I'm a completist, though. If I love a series, I have to watch all of them, even though that means Indiana Jones Four, which was. Excruciating. Oh, with and the new one? It's uh, nine years old now. Well, yeah. yeah. Newest. Compared to the 30 year old one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This, I would rather watch a good Eddie Die Hard than Indiana Jones 4. I would, I would say that. Oh, it, really? I wonder what IMDb has of that. I wonder if it's lower than a 5.3. Indiana Jones 4, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, even. <sighs> Isn't that asshole from Die Hard 4 in it? Which one? The long? No, long? it's Shia LaBeouf in that movie. Oh, God. Oh. And he swings from vine to vine with a goddamn monkeys. Oh, God. And then he I like does a splits guy. over some tra- cars in the jungle. And then there's people oh. hiding in, in uh, ancient pillars. And they pop out like they've been sitting there for a minute. And I'm like... How do you, how are you built around ancient pil- what? Do you remember that at all? They go into the Mayan temple at the end and all of a sudden these guys pop out from the from the from the rubble. But it's like these ancient pillars that are set up and they just jump out of it. And I'm like, how were you there for centuries? <laughs> like, what? 
<laughs> like, oh my god, it doesn't make any sense at all. None of it in the movie made any sense. And then there's aliens. Oh, like Jesus Christ, that movie can go fuck itself. Anyway, can we can we get out of here? Can we can we wrap this up here? Yeah, let's do it. Um, rate the movies really quickly because I have my ratings already. Okay, I'll go first if you want because I have already done. Uh, number one, I gave a ten. This is out of uh, ten stars. This is on IMDb. I give it a full, flat out ten. I don't care what you say. I, I give it. It's a perfect movie. All right. So number two, a seven. It's a seven, which is weird because it's a seven point one. I don't care what the rating already is. I judge it myself before I rate it on here. Um, number three, obviously, is a ten. Number four, I give a six. It's a passable movie. I I, le- I can watch it just fine. It has a seven point two. I don't. It doesn't deserve that. It has a higher rating than number two. That's weird. Number four or number five? Excuse me. I gave a four too. So you've you've only seen the four. So what would you give okay. those, those four there? I assume ten. All right. Okay. So uh, number one is a ten. Perfect movie. Number two, I'll give it an eight because it felt like a diehard movie, and so that's what I, I wanted. Um, it's just it's fun to pass along two hours. Uh, I mean, you know, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I mean, you know, again, it's a ten. Um, the the last one that I saw, which is four, I'll give that one like a, a five. You know, because I don't remember much of it. It's just I, I liked who was in it, but I thought the plot sucked. And five, uh, it was a zero because <laughs> I didn't see it, and I never will. The way I described it, how would you rate it though? Zero. <laughs> You're still going to zero? I mean, That's from what possible. I read on IMDb, yeah. it's a zero. I mean, I don't even want to bother. Ugh. I think you should watch it just so we can discuss it later. It does sound entertaining. Just so I want to hear your complaints about it. I think if you're a fan of Die Hard, you have to watch all of them, even though it's excruciating. It's like a... By the way, I just want to let you know, Indiana Jones 5 will be out in 2020. It will not because Harrison Ford will be dead by then. Anyway, it's like I, right if you were married and be like, I want to watch my wife have sex. Even her rape tape. That's what <laughs> Die Hard 5 seems like to me. <laughs> like, I got to watch it because I'm invested so deeply yeah. into Her snuff else. film. I have to watch her snuff film. Her final movie. I have it's to like, watch it. It's like 8 millimeter. <laughs> yeah. Nick Cage is going to show up and then, what did you expect? That guy's going to show up and it's like, you know, take my wife out. I have to watch that shit. Anyway. Never understood how the music. How do you control the music? I don't Ooh, know. Let's not, let's not get off there. Let's uh, let's, uh, let's derail this train. <laughs> I can't. We'll, we'll save that for Nick Cage cast. Anyway, okay. um, you want to wrap up your show first, or you want me to do mine first? It doesn't matter, does it? I'll do mine well, first because you're you're recording everything. I just I I, I just you just go end. you just cut it. you just Boom. do what you got to do. Hard out. I'll do mine. Um, okay. Yeah, so. This was episode 70 of LIW Movie Review, also known as Lordy Wonderland. Um, go to LIWstudios.com. Check out Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. They're all, all the YouTube videos are also available on LIWstudios.com. I should probably just start pitching that website instead. I've been thinking about this. LIWstudios.com. I've been making a bunch of holiday... Uh, logos. Frank Frank has been <laughs> privy to them. They are a, a, a stupid amount of fun. I don't know why they're so much fun. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I keep getting them. I save them, and I'm just going to keep changing the avatar picture on Twitter. <laughs> oh, I'll send you better pictures, man. Don't, don't save those. I, I was going to ask you. I can send you the PMGs. Yeah, they're, they're without the background, without the, the lines and shit. Looks like a love the Easter one. I think, oh my God. I think the Easter one should be the all-around one. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense, though. It's a bunch of eggs and a bunny. Anyway, um, go check those out. You want to do your plugs real quick? Uh, way off topic radio, everybody. You know what it is. Uh, at links, it's double uh, L N K Z, and uh, make sure to follow Pez. That's Chris Pez without the vowels. <laughs> Figure that out. Uh, and uh, yep, yeah, you know um, ISCP podcast, uh, the Indie Sports Car Podcast dot com. Check all that stuff out, and uh, also check me out on Phoenix's show, the L I W Twilight Zone review. It's awesome. Yeah, what's the uh, Twilight Zone review Twitter that you set up? Um, it is at um, L I W the T Z review. Yeah, you got more aggressive than I ever have on on Twitter. You tacked a uh, Tommy Lair in there. I saw that and I was like, Jesus, man! All right. Oh, do you see it? I'm like, yo, yeah. I found her. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, we'll see how that goes. Um, anyway, okay. uh, check out all of our shit there. Um, until next time, in the meantime, I am the one and only, that guy whose name could possibly be or is a roundabout uh, Phoenix West. I can run out, run out of things to say. I'm Phoenix <laughs> West. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me, Frank. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. I don't know which <laughs> order we're doing, so I'm going to do both. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining me and having me on your show. <laughs> Thank you for joining me and having me. <laughs> I, I did that fairly quickly, though. I'm fairly proud of that. <laughs> I am really impressed. All right, so uh, let's head out of here, Frank. Uh, so long, citizens. So long, all you assholes. <laughs> so long, asshole citizens. You assholes. Well, don't know how to end the show, so Pez, Pez kind of does it like this. <laughs> this is almost a two-hour show. I'm going to cut this up in a couple episodes, I think. Uh, hour 51. I have an hour 50, yeah, exactly. Anyway, I'm still recording, so... Um, yeah, so long, citizens, for real. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Enjoy your two-part episode, I think. Goodbye. <laughs>